This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to DM to GM. This is the show where we help you feel more comfortable playing the games that you want to play. I'm your DM from Dungeons and Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. And today we have a very topical topic. Topical topic. Topical topic to talk about. That's what we've got today. We do. Um, we do. You may have heard that. There's some social distancing going on. There's some people who aren't allowed to see other people being all people. Have you heard this, Sean? I have heard this. I've heard that it's real and we should stay in our houses. In fact, we're going to start by saying you should stay in your houses, wash your hands. uh, A lot. Only go out once a week, less less if you can. And if you need help, call a friend. And if you need to talk... Come join our Discord. We can talk to you there. Link is down in the description. We can. It's a lot of fun. We're really enjoying everyone being on our Discord. whole bunch of new people just hopped in there, and we're so excited because now we have more questions to answer for you today regarding the topic of not being able to get together at your LGS or your friend's house. It's online play, which a lot of people nowadays do, but a lot of people still don't. And I think a lot of us are experimenting with it for the first time. Right. Like um, I have played online and and not online, but I'd say I'd spent most of my time playing in person. Now that's not an option. So I'm finding that I'm playing with more of the different tools online. Right. I'm trying different things because other people are like, hey, let's play through Discord or let's play through Zoom. Um, Sort of fun. But it's also new, which can be hard for, right? It's change. It is. It, 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 it's as close to being around the table as you can because you have all your friends in front of you. Um, and yes, there are a whole bunch of tools and hopefully we'll step on or touch on as many of them here today that we have tried. We've gone out and tried to, you know, have a hand on a few in the amount of time that we've been playing online because uh, at least for Dungeons, our show is basically... You know, we play entirely online. Tom and Carla are in two separate cities, and then, then Amy and I. And you know, we just you, you can't at a certain point, especially once you start a table that you want to keep going. And then for other reasons, either people move or a pandemic hits the world, uh, you got to start playing online. So that's what we're going to talk about here today. Our first question comes from Models, who wants to know what works online and what works better online than in real life, or vice versa. Um, and so. I thought we could start there. And I thought maybe we'll start with you, Russ, because you run a show today that um, 
out of necessity, has been all online for how many years? We've been online for nearly five years. Wow. Right. And so you guys are using uh, Zoom now today. Is that correct? To like, Yeah. Today we use Zoom as our main call. We've used Skype. We used Facebook briefly. We've used Google. Um, so we've used a few different platforms um, and at, at this point in time have settled on Zoom as our as our mainstay. And what do you um what are some things that you like about um, doing it? Via- so Zoom is a piece of software. You can use it for free for 45 minutes. Um, what are some things you like? And it's video conferencing, right? Through mm-hmm. your computer, your phone, tablet, just about anything. Uh, what are some things you like about Zoom playing over Zoom versus some of the other tools? A lot of them are, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. There's a lot of things that are very similar uh, for us because of our purposes um, in wanting to have a backup of recordings, have a place where we can kind of backlog that stuff. Zoom has a built-in recording device that separates everyone's audio. Um, so not saying that you're necessarily going out to, uh, you know, produce a podcast after you, you know, sit down for your first play session. But some people like to look back at their play sessions and Zoom has a great way to be able to record your full video. You can post it to an unlisted YouTube and you have that for your table that you can go back to and think about and reflect on and, you know, just kind of archive for yourself, which is a cool aspect of it. Um, It has a bit of a better interface, I found, than uh, Facebook or Google. Um, Google's, unless you get a few extensions, it has that jump screen where as soon as it picks up a sound, it jumps to another person's face. And we just couldn't deal with that because one person would be talking, another person would sneeze and then would jump back and forth. And it really distracts (laughs) you. Um, Whereas Zoom, it just kind of gallery views you as a default. And then you can see all your friends quickly and cleanly. uh, And that's why we're currently using that product. Yeah, I have to say for playing around the table, not I a sponsor. <laughs> they're not. No, we don't have a sponsor yet. Maybe that could be our first. Um, they could use some help right now. Um, uh, I like Zoom because of that reason. If I was going to play around the table, when we do play around the table, I like the fact that we've had up to eight people on a Zoom call, and it just has all their. You can see all of them at the same time in video conference. Yeah. So you can see everyone's faces when they're rolling dice. Um, I really like that feature. Um, the other thing I liked about Zoom was it was really easy for people to use. Yes. I found a lot of the other tools, I was constantly getting messages. It's not letting me in. I can't, it's got to install. I could just, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Zoom, uh, uh, you can like, uh, you know, we don't, we're not trying to hang up on one specific product. A lot of them are like online based and that sort of thing. Zoom, you can either use through a browser or through a downloaded app yeah. uh, on your phone, on your laptop anywhere on Linux, I guess everything. Exactly. Uh, so it's easy to use. Um, and if you, you can all use it for free for 45 minutes, which is kind of a hiccup. If you're playing a long session, um, it might be worthwhile to pay the subscription fee for one person or just for the group. Uh, everybody, you just need one person. That's the other thing with zoom. You just need one person to pay the $10 a month or whatever it is. And if it's ongoing, you know, just all chip in a couple bucks a month or whatever, or buy that person, uh, uh, you know, a drink or a bag of chips next time you see them and you're all settled up. Now there's other platforms. There's, um, uh, so a lot of us are using discord. Like a lot of us, um, you know, are in discord chats for games or for podcasts and discord has an audio feature. And I know there are some people that have created a little room in, in, in a discord. Mm -hmm. You can create your own discord for free. 
Um, and you can play voice then for free with people all around the world. Um, so it's a great sort of easy, free, you can install it on your phone or computer. Um, it's not video. Uh, so you're just listening to each other. Um, and I find the audio cuts in and out a lot. Um, it's very voice sensitive for when it's like all these weird and setting up a discord room can be painful. It's just confusing. It's difficult at first. So those are some of the cons for for using Discord audio. Um, not to call you a liar, but Discord does have video. Um, does it? Yeah, you just have to, in like your private friends chats, you can create a group in there and it will allow you to video chat. But I have never seen that. That's amazing. Well, you're going to go check it out right now. I'm sure you are. I am going to go check um, it out. Same problem, though, as you were saying with the audio, is there's a bit of a lag and a latency um, where it drops out. Um, we did a we did a call recently with a different group, um, and they used Discord, and um, it, there was noticeable like dropouts where you had to be like, "Could you take that again?" Because I didn't hear from this point, and it was like you know five seconds of stuff that you missed. So um, it is also free. Um, because of what's going on today, um, at the top, there's a new banner that kind of popped up on Discord in the last week or so for templates for creating Discord channels. So they're trying to make it easier cool. knowing that, you know, a lot of people are trying to find like this chat room based place to all yep. group and come together. Um, so they're trying to make it easier. But again, as John said, to get it kind of perfect, it takes some putzing around and having, having a time with. Yeah. And and we're going to talk more than just tools today, but we just want to go through some of the things that are out there that you're going to hear about that and talk about what we like or don't like about them. Uh, I recently did a Roll20 campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, not my favorite. Um, Roll20 can be cool if you have um, a group that knows it and certainly one person because you can build maps and custom campaigns and there's modules. I know uh, Wizards or someone just released some modules into Roll20 over this period. So there are some cool tools but I found I just found the interface so annoying and challenging as a fir- first time user. Um, and again, the video I found the video conferencing kept failing, so people kept leaving and coming back in. Um, that was my experience with Roll Twenty. Yeah, we uh, you know not to jump over it um, in my original list, but we used Roll Twenty for quite a while as our as our hub for where we kept all our creative or all our character sheets and all that sort of thing. Um, and that's what we had originally intended to use it for is because when we were playing around the table, I would, you know, bring out the whiteboard and make the map of the cave that you're in. Um, and we were able to do that. You know, I'm not a great artist, so it was about the same degree. Um, but to get really good at it, like there's some kick-ass creators on Roll20 that create awesome maps and battle maps and yes. all sorts of things. Um, I watched the video. It's amazing. But my experience, it was a disaster. No one could see the map that the GM was talking about. It was it was not. It was not. There's, there's a lot of finicky elements to it. Um, and some of them are... Uh, our paywall elements, uh, which makes it a bit of a drawback. If you're willing to sink some money into it, you can get, they've got uh, D&D full modules um, with maps, with the little, you know, um, tokens for monsters that pull up the stats when you click on them. Like it's fully enveloped in the game, um, but it takes a little while to kind of get up and running. But if you've got the time, uh, it is a cool tool. And there's another one, Fantasy Grounds, which I haven't used, but I've heard is very, similar some people call it better some people are on the fence it's one of those 
tomato tomato yep. things. Um, but there are a couple cool, more tabletop role playing based video chat systems that you can go out and get. So my favorite is um, Zoom or Google Hangouts because now Google Hangouts, if you're not on an 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 app like a, a tablet, now has a gallery view which you can find in a hidden menu. Cool. But my favorite is something like Zoom or Google Hangouts so I can see everyone's faces. And then if I'm playing D and D. I have to admit it's D and D beyond. Yeah. Um, I, I can see my character sheet. I can create a character sheet fast. I can level up and not spend 30 minutes in the book. It's just a couple um, drop down menus. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little getting used to, but I really like how if your GM is paying for subscription, then everyone can join and create a character for free. Yeah. Um, you can look up things. Um, that's probably my favorite setup for playing online. I don't know about you, Russ. Um, yeah, we, uh, I guess it's been about a year now, um, switched from Roll20 to D&D Beyond. Uh, we have a, a full subscription to it. Um, they, with the subscription, like you can go buy individual books. You can buy the Player's Handbook, the, which drawback, if you own the Player's Handbook, you've got to buy it with D&D Beyond or the DM scale or DM's guide or whatever. Um, they do include a lot of base stuff that you can get without paying anything. Um, but again, they're all companies. They all got to make money somehow. Um, but with their subscription, uh, you get all of their adventure modules, all of the source books, uh, all of the DM's guide stuff. The character sheets are unbelievable. Like I would they're never great. go back to a paper no. sheet um, just for it. ease of use. And they're starting or they're going to be rolling out a beta soon with dice rolling in app. So you click on your attack and then it just rolls the dice on your screen. Um, so you don't even need to have... But then how do we cheat? You can't. You're not supposed to cheat, Sean. What? What? Follow the rules, Sean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking You're breaking up, Russ. Yeah. You're breaking yeah, it's up. It's the Zoom. It's the Zoom call. <laughs> Um, but yes, D and D Beyond uh, is an awesome tool if you're playing D and D. It really is. Highly suggested. Go check it out. So there's an endless list of tools from free to paid. Um, I I recommend just playing around with whatever tool you're familiar with. All right, if you're in Discord, set up a Discord room. Maybe you'll find out it has video. Maybe Russ is lying. We'll find out. Not lying. <laughs> um, if you've tried Roll Twenty or you have a, a bunch of friends who are going to play Roll Twenty, do Roll Twenty. Right. Um, if you're using D and D Beyond, then all you need is some way for you all to communicate. Um, you know, and so you can do that for free with a Google Hangout. Um, there's a lot of ways um, to just to just get going, run a game, um, have fun. The now let's talk about the changes that are required for running a game online. Um, the biggest thing I've experienced is is um, it's a little frustrating at first making sure everyone can be heard. You know, yeah. Like I just did a thing earlier tonight. Uh, it w- we did three in a row, just doing some tests of platforms. And by the third one, my mic just wouldn't work anymore. Um, a piece of software had grabbed it. I had to reboot my computer. But sometimes it can be a little frustrating getting everyone the link. Um, people can't find the link. It's not working. So I think preparing yourself for, I- I'd say, 10 minutes for everyone to to join early, get in, make sure you can hear them, and then they can go off and go to the bathroom, get some water while everyone else gets configured. Uh, yeah, I mean, is that really a change though from, from coming around table? Like it's just a shift in mindset of what you're, you're sitting down to do because you invite people. It is in my house, Russ. 
Everyone, right now, upstairs, at the table, put your food away. See, but you've given them food first. That's the get the food period, right? Yeah, that was a mistake. So you, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, so you've got 10 minutes to set up either way. Um, you're just shifting it into, okay, we've got to set up to troubleshoot our tech problems, make sure everybody can be heard. Um, if you have a microphone or a headset, chances oh, wear are headphones. you're going to be you're going to be golden. Um, if you're yeah. going off a laptop mic, you're going to get the you're going to get the table knocks. You're going to get you know the scratching noises. You're going to hear everything. The typing. Um, so if you are switching to an online setup, a little bit of investment in even just like a gaming headset that can go. You can get them for like I think twenty five to fifty bucks, pretty cheap. Yep. Um, do that because it'll help you he- be able to hear everybody better and help you be heard, uh, which is often. And even if you have in-ear headphones, those are often better. Yep. A lot of the the gaming headphone headsets are um, open back. Yeah. So in-ear is fine. Like if you have a, a a phone headset for your phone that will plug into your computer, those often work great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you get set up. It's the ten minutes. Um, the biggest change I find next is the lag. It's remembering that we need to watch each other. Yes. And. And notice when someone's trying to speak and can't get in. Yes. So that, for me, comes with just knowing your table. If it's a, yeah. if you're a, if you have a comfortable table that uh, around the table, you know, new to kind of watch out for hand cues or that sort of thing when somebody wanted to jump in, I think you're going to be pretty well off. If it's a new one, you're going to want to maybe. Ask how they like you to jump in. If you're, you know, if there's a heated conversation going on between two two players or two characters, when should you be able to jump in, or can you just jump on top? Um, a lot of these video services have like a, almost a uh, have a hands up kind of thing uh, where you can click it and it signals the group that you want to say something. Um, you, all of them are, have built in chat, uh, so you can type something, which is great for DMs, which I'm sure we'll get to. And it's just watching those those cues and watching everybody's screen to make sure that somebody over on the far left who you haven't really who you haven't really heard from isn't just sitting back, you know, waiting for their time to come in. Just make sure to grab them if you need to. If you notice somebody's, it's just making sure everybody's feeling involved. It kind of goes to the GM, but all the players as well. If you notice somebody's maybe not having as much fun, bring them in, like. Yeah. Give them that cue if they're having a tr- tough time jumping on top of the conversation. Ask them a question. Yep. Hey, Sarah, what do you want to do here? Yep. Yeah. What do you think about this guy who's knifed this other guy? Let's go figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> so you did bring up a good point. People sometimes can't find the chat window. So that is a good thing to do at the very beginning of the game. Um, sh- send a chat message. Tell everyone where to find it. Make sure they can see it. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of the chats, it'll start by saying two and it has a drop down, like everyone is how it starts. But you as a GM can change that to send it to just one player. Um, you want to get used to looking at that because I may or may not have sent messages to the wrong player um, at the wrong time. But Sean, why is or it important it to-, to send it to one player and not all of the players? Well, if you perhaps were going to give a piece of information to one of the players um, that you didn't want all the players to know, then you might want to just send a chat to just that person. Um, like, hey, you, you, the potion you drank means you're now a doppelganger and you are now evil. You don't want to tell the table that. You want the player to have fun playing that. I feel like this is cutting a little close to home for us. 
No, no, not at all. Um, but no. that's a that's a great tool that you know you may use around the table, but is a lot easier to use uh, online if you're looking for yeah. things that are you know check boxes in the online category because it has that built-in private feature. You can you know someone picks up a note, but they don't want to share it with everybody. You can privately message them what that note says, and they can determine in character when they want to share it with the group or if they want to share it with the group. It might be something right. that they can go sell for 500 gold, and that character is a lot better off, or it might just start a fight. Yeah, or if you're playing Tiamat and you want to ask someone like Russ whether or not you should kill the entire party with the next move, private chat's a great way yes. to do that. Yes, yes, answer yes. And his answer is yes. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Don't hold back. Don't hold back. I think the key is to um, is to try it. Um, if you're in a Discord, if you have some uh, a Facebook chat with some friends going, um, post in there and go, hey, has anyone here thought about playing D&D or interested in doing an RPG or trying it? Uh, run a one-shot. You know, book a time. Here's the really cool thing right now. This is the only time in history when the meme about how hard it is to book a D&D session is no longer valid. Because nobody has anything to do. <laughs> Everyone is available. It's insane. This is the, as a producer on a show, I've never had it this easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I'm like, hey, how many of you are available this coming weekend? And my whole cast is like, oh, I guess I don't have a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could look at the wall again, but instead we'll play this game. So right now, it's really easy to pull a bunch of people together and run a, run a one-shot. Uh, we collectively, not to pitch our own stuff, which is what we're here for, uh, we collectively have three discords, all with, well, at least two with community games going right now. Um, yes. So if you're looking for a place, if you don't have a place uh, to reach out to do that, join the dm to gm Discord, join the Dungeons Discord, yeah. join the End of Time and Other Bothers Discord. Oh, They're see, mine, mine's, yeah. You can't join mine unless you're a patron, sadly. But pay Sean some money. He's so cheap. <laughs> so cheap. Okay, join the DM to GM Discord. Join the Dungeons Discord. Go. Those are free. There you go. And they got, Those are free. They, Both of them. They got games going on in, e, well, at least in Dungeons. I don't think we have any going on in DM to GM yet. There's cross cross pollination, though, between those. There so is. Um, definitely go check those out. You know, ask the question. There's probably a couple people who aren't in a game but want to be in a game, and then you got one going. Easy peasy. Yep. And and don't let the te the technology's come a long way. It it is like most of the game the live plays that we all listen to um are using this technology in one way or another. Uh it's a lot of fun. And you can play games. So do it. Okay, so Russ, models asks a follow up question. Any tips for choosing a system that plays well online? That's a great question. So now that you're online, uh which ones which one is an easy one to jump into? If you have experience with one, that's probably going to be the easiest. We've already mentioned that D&D um, has, has a lot of resources online um, in order to easily play it. Um, but that depends what kind of game you want to play. Some of those yeah. heavy mechanic ones, there's a lot of sitting around, which can be tough. Yeah, I if I had to say in one, I've never thought about this, but if I had to like give one answer, it would be like, Length of the PDF that you have to send everyone. Yeah. Right? So if this is a system where everyone knows it, D&D, &D, and all you got to do is send them to the D&D Beyond link, and they just create their character, and it's in your campaign already, it's so easy. But if you have to send everyone a 750, this happened to me, a 752-page PDF, I, 
even with all the time I have available now, I'm not going to read yeah. that. It's just too much and I can't print it. Like it would be like a house. I'd be printing a house. So I'd say it's familiarity, like you said, Russ, but also how much do you have to send to everyone? Um, if it, if, if the system has a quick, uh, a, a quick, like a quick learning thing, quick start or a, guide, yeah. a quick start guide that you send your players, that's 12 pages. And if the system doesn't have something like that and everyone doesn't have the books and there's no resource online that's easy, then it's probably a no-go to start with for me. Um, yeah. I mean, we've in past episodes, we've done ones that are, uh, well, the Offworlders one that we did was a shorter shorter book. And that's it. You, it's, it's, yeah, it was like 12-page thing that I sent to you guys. What are, you, what are the outcomes? what are the goals that you're looking to get out of this? If you're looking to get the table that you sit around with every week back together online in this new situation, um, then just keep playing the game that you're playing. Easy peasy. If it's a new table, um, you're, you know, the mixed group that, you know, some of them know D and D, some of them know Pathfinder, some of them know powered by the apocalypse, find, toss a couple into the group and just see, you know, which ones they're interested in, but try and make them, you know, 10 to 30 page documents, including character stuff. And a lot of hey, play, play glamour. What's the new one? Uh, we had him glitter on hearts. Uh, glitter hearts, play glitter hearts. I can't wait to play glitter hearts. Ah, it's, he's, <gasps> he, that, he's mailing it to me. It'll get here when the border opens. Ah! Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we should do our episode zero trash. I think we should do a trash paladin superhero. Oh, there we go. Oh. We'll just keep teasing that at, at session zero. We'll get there someday. In glitter hearts. Um, yeah. So familiarity and, you know, what you're trying to get out of it. Are you trying to get something long ongoing? The longer the gaming, longer the sessions go, the long, the more times you get together with this one group, uh, the more involved a system you can use, I think. If it's just a one-shot or you get together once every couple months, make it easy um, and make it as familiar as possible to people. Yeah, I agree. And no 700-page PDFs. That's cruel. Yeah, don't do that. Um, all that said, uh, we're in a new time new normal, new situation. Uh, you can't be around your friends. Hopefully you've picked up some, some tools, some tricks, uh, some techniques that can help you uh, play online and keep playing when, when you've got nothing else to do. Um, if you have any other questions, please feel free to send them to us. Our email is dm2gmcast at gmail.com. Join our Discord that we've mentioned below. Meet some new people, find some games going on. Or join us on Twitter and Facebook. Links are down in the description as well. And don't let not being able to get together in person stop you. It is still super fun to play. And just get started. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. After all this time... 
What time is it again? I feel like the clock stopped. Time was a tennis ball we could bat round the court. Time for distraction too. Time to just sink to the bottom. Time to get to the meat of this meat. Time for Greater Boston Season 4. That's right, on September 13th, Greater Boston returns with new full-length episodes released every other Tuesday. And we're so excited for you to hear it. But also, it's been three years since our last season wrapped, so... We're maybe a little worried that people might have forgotten about us. So we're asking for you to help spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers and classmates, tell your cat, tell your local subway busker. But politely and without interrupting their performance, point is, now is a good time to share your love for Greater Boston on Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram and TikTok and wherever else you, you know, post things. Then come back on September 13th when Greater Boston Season 4 officially begins.